A reading from the book of Deuteronomy. Moses spoke to all the people, saying, A prophet like me will the Lord your God raise up for you from among your own kin. To him you shall listen. This is exactly what you requested of the Lord your God at Horeb on the day of the assembly when you said, Let us not again hear the voice of the Lord our God, nor see this great fire any more, lest we die. And the Lord said to me, This was well said. I will raise up for them a prophet like you from among their kin, and will put my words into his mouth. He shall tell them all that I command him. Whoever will not listen to my words which he speaks in my name, I myself will make him answer for it. But if a prophet presumes to speak in my name an oracle that I have not commanded him to speak, or speaks in the name of other gods, he shall die. The word of the Lord. This passage refers to the the, uh, point in Exodus where Moses announces the Ten Commandments to the people of Israel. And at that point, God manifests himself to Israel in the form of a storm and fire on Mount Sinai. And the people of Israel are so scared to death of this that they literally go away from the mountain, even when Moses tells them, it's safe to be near. We're close enough to that fire, thank you very much, is kind of the idea that they're getting across. And this can make sense to us too. Uh, As pleasant as it may be to be near a fireplace, nobody wants to actually be in the fireplace. Fire burns, it sears, it hurts to touch. But what we have here is that God is like fire. And like basking in a divine fireplace, it can be easy for us sometimes to say, well, God is in my life, and that's close enough. That's, that's good enough. I'm going to stay pat, stay where I am. This is a good distance. But is that enough? What kind of Christianity is an I'm close enough Christianity? We're told in this passage that God will send a prophet like Moses, and we know that this prophet has come. His name is Jesus Christ. And being God, he is fire. And he is the one who comes, who says, I came to cast fire on the earth, and how I wish it were already aflame. Fire has come to earth. This is the same fire that flashed in front of the Israelites on Mount Horeb, the same fire that blazed in front of Moses in the burning bush, the same fire that is all-consuming but not destroying. And just as Moses told the Israelites, this is a fire that is safe to approach. This is a fire that indeed welcomes us to come close and which has already come near to us. If then it is at the heart of Christianity to Christianity to encounter Christ, and it is, then Christianity is a religion of touching the divine fire. Christianity, therefore, is not an I'm close enough religion in any respect at all. Christianity takes up the invitation to approach the mountain, to enter the fireplace, to touch the God who reaches out to us in the person of Jesus Christ. 
And just as fire changes what it touches, we are changed by this encounter with Jesus. Meat without fire is inedible, but meat with fire is a meal. A Ferrari without fire is a large paperweight, but a Ferrari with fire is something really fast. A Christian who stays where they are withers, but a Christian who touches the divine fire becomes saintly and holy. Now I'm sure at least most of us here wish to encounter God and wish to become holy. We can then test ourselves using this metric. If, our, if in our spiritual life, when we encounter God, we come away unchanged or we come away wanting to remain the same, then there's something wrong. There's something blocking that relationship with God. There's something blocking that divine fire from sparking in us and changing us. It's a calling then, when this happens, to examine ourselves and to search out and find those obstacles and with God's help to remove them. A Christian is a Christian insofar as he knows Jesus Christ. Truly encountering Jesus cooks us, changes us, and makes us constantly holier. Will you climb the mountain and live in the divine fire? <laughs>